is Run Hunter, brought to you by Raider Media. Coming up on the show, I catch up with 2016 Comrades winner Shane Bossman, who's got herself a new club. We look ahead to the JP Marathon, new name but same great race. Steve Hill discovers a running must-have called Run Angel, while Darren Cuball Brahm updates us on his Comrades journey, and we profile Vitality Running Club. Welcome to episode two of Run Hunter. Episode one, the launch edition, proved to be pretty popular. We're overwhelmed by all the feedback. Thanks very much for the comments and suggestions. Also, for the ears, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to tell us more, simply contact me at info at radar.media. That's radar, R-A-Y-D-E-R dot media, M-E-D-I-A. Or you can catch me on Twitter at Derek Alberts one Welcome to the show. So last week, we looked ahead to the Bobby's Half Marathon. Congrats to all those that took it on. I unfortunately did not. Shocking, I know. Darren Cuball Brahm did, though. He'll be telling us a bit more about the race a little later. He didn't come first. That honor belonged to David Munyap from Nedbank. He finished in a time of one hour, seven minutes, and 48 seconds. On the ladies' side, Kobe Smith was the winner, also from Nedbank. She got home in a time of 1 hour, 26 minutes and 53 seconds. Now, that's the Bobby's 21 done. This Sunday, though, a race with a brand new name begins. Gonna hit the ground running. Well, of course, in Gauteng, uh, not a day goes by, not a week goes by where there's uh, a massive race taking place this weekend. A plethora of races taking to the streets, including a big one, the Jeppy Marathon. Now on the line, we've got the race director, Bruce King. Bruce, uh, I think first and foremost, congratulations for uh, getting this race uh, on the go. Despite uh, the fact that you lost your headline sponsor, it used to be known as the Pick and Pay Marathon, and I think despite the, the hard hit that you took with regards to a, a sponsor, to make this race go ahead is surely a, a tough challenge. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenging year for us. Um, you know, we, uh, pick and play, we're with us for 35 years, and that was a great sponsorship, and, and we, we really appreciated everything they put into it. And as a club, um, we, we, I'm Bernard, and it took a lot, of, a lot of convincing on committees and things like that to, to actually continue and we we thought we owed it to the the, the greater running community to to put something on and 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 i think we've we've achieved that and then it's going to be as as good as it always has been and and runners will experience the same quality events they've always experienced how many runners are you expecting so um we're currently standing at about six six and a half thousand in our main uh, events the 21 and the 42 and then we're expecting another three thousand 
in our fun run event, which is a four kilometer or an eight kilometer, either, either or. And then we do a, a small mini marathon for the kiddies on the field, um, under 10s, under, under eights, under sixes. And, um, yeah, we, we tend to take about 300 little kiddies there on the day and they, they have a ball. We, your website, uh, the main paragraph, says that the race has undergone a facelift. Now, does that just apply to the name, or, or can regulars uh, of the race expect a, a different route? No, so essentially it applies to the name, um, and it applies to the, the way we're going about um, hosting the event. I mean, the route is, is identical to what it always has been, the quality of, of water points, all, all the same. We haven't, we haven't changed we, you know, they always say, don't change something that works, and, and we haven't. Um, I think it, it's really about just, just putting that, putting, putting it out there that, that there has been this change, um, and, and making people aware of it. And, and yeah, that, that we're, we, we're, we're, we're out there and we're trying to host a, host a race as an MSA Athletics Club and, um, without a sponsor. So yeah, that, that's really the gist of, just of the, 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 the wording there. I don't need every kilometre in detail, but uh, talk us uh, through the route. It's a it's a reasonably challenging route. It, it's a double lapper, um, so you, you can expect to to see the same uh, happy faces at every water point twice if you're doing the 42. Um, it has a there's a bit of respite. I mean, there, it, it, it will keep you keep you on your toes. Um, for the 42 guys, there are uh, three extra small loops that just add on uh, in the second lap. To, to add on the distance that, that's required, obviously, to get to the, the full 42. But I think um, over the years, um, we've had only good comments, and a lot of guys do come out and use it as a qualifier for Comrades in Two Oceans. And hopefully, uh, I think yeah, our numbers will say that are saying exactly the same thing again. The guys have picked it as, as one of their qualifiers. And this is Jeppy's big race of the year, Jeppy Running Club. Correct, yeah. So um, ourselves, Kway Jeppy, um, we that we only host this event. This is the only event that we host during the year, and it's our it, it, it brings in a bit of cash for the club and, and helps us um, with all our uh, runner development programs and um, what we, we try and do for the community. Speaking of cash, uh, the prices: two hundred and forty rand for the the marathon, two hundred and ten for the half, and then eighty bucks for four and eight k's. Of course, you want uh, athletes to. Um, enter beforehand as much as possible. Uh, how can they do that? How can they snap up uh, the entries? <laughs> so on that on that note, um, the only entries really left available are the fun run entries. We have actually we are actually sold out on our on our other distances. Um, but um, so there will be fun run entries available on at registration at Jeffy Quandam on on Friday. And then again uh, at Sahiti School with a at the venue on on uh, on Saturday. But um, yeah, you, if you want one of those fun run entries, you tend to need to get there early on 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 Friday and Saturday. Otherwise, yeah, you you probably be losing out there. I'm afraid. Bruce, just looking ahead uh, for the future. Now, having lost uh, the naming sponsor from last year, and and as you mentioned, they were on board for for many many years. Um, you're obviously on the lookout for for a new one, and uh, I'm sure that uh, if anyone's out there keen to to do so, you'll you'll graciously welcome them. Yeah, hundred percent. It's been. As I said right at the beginning, it's been a challenging year for me as race director. I mean, I'm in my 14th year now as race director, and it's, and the, the past years have been a lot easier having a sponsor on board. And um, but I've I've been searching hard, high and low, let's put it, uh, for the last um, 12 months, looking for a new sponsor, and it's been difficult. But yeah, if there's anybody out there who's looking to put their name to an event and 
and once they have a chat to me, they must feel free to, to give me a call. You know, we 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 wouldn't turn anybody away, and, and anybody that wants to get involved for for whatever sort of um, monetary value sponsorship um, um, lines, they they must give us a shout. We we're happy to look at it. Yeah, Bruce, uh, I wish you all the best uh, for the long term future of the race. Uh, you don't need much luck this weekend. I think it's going to go off absolutely swimmingly, as you mentioned. Uh, all entries snapped up, only a few left uh, for that fun run. So listeners need to get there early on Sunday if they're wanting to take part. Uh, uh, Bruce, happy running this weekend, and have a great race. Thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, just to to say thank you to the runners for supporting us um, in a year where we don't have a sponsor. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Talking about news, Sean A. Bosman blew away the competition at the 2016 Comrades Marathon, but under the colours of Netback. This time around, she'll be wearing black and gold. Gonna hit the ground running. So we are one month into a new year and as always with New Year's come new resolutions, new changes and one lady who's made a massive change as we go into 2019, specifically the 2019 running season, is 2016 Comrades Marathon winner Shanae Bossman. Uh, Shanae, good to have you on the line. Uh, yeah, big changes afoot for you at the start of uh, our 2019. Oh, hi, Derek. Yes, um, 2019, I decided to make some changes. I, um, I've been with Nick Bank for, from 2014 until 2018. So... Um, I made some big changes. I'm moving to Marion Roberts Club. And also, um, I changed from Nike to New Balance. Yeah, so I just uh, sometimes uh, a change is as good as a holiday. So I'm looking forward to 2019 and basically training hard for Comrades. Yeah, so we'll see what's going to happen this year. What prompted the move over to Marion Roberts? Um, you know what? I just decided um, at the end of 2018. Um, I want to make 2019 some big changes, and um, yeah, that's just how uh, that's not a decision. I, I decided um, at the end of 2018 not to renew my contract of Netbank, and just to uh, that's been very good to me. But I needed to change my life, and that's that's the only reason I changed. Well, you've uh, joined a stellar lineup. I mean, you certainly are in good company over at Murray and Roberts. I mean, just having a look at some of the names uh, alongside Renee and Christine Calmer. Benedict Moeng, uh, Yolandi McLean, jeez, uh, to name a few. Yes, yes. I might say, um, since I moved to them, uh, it's, you know, it's been a great time um, since January. I, I joined them on the 10th of January, and I did the Tiskim Half Marathon. And, yeah, I must have a club that's been really, really good to me. We also did our first club run on Sunday in the cradle. Um, yeah, so I think I made the right decision to, to make a change. And so they have been really supportive and they, they're looking after me. And I must say, I'm also having fun. And my running, since I joined in January, um, I've, I ran also a new record time at the um, Chantons Grand Marathon a week ago, where I ran a 244. Um, yeah, and that's uh, the time I ran there, was almost the time I ran 15 years ago. So, yeah, so maybe the new club it, uh, has a good influence on me. So, yeah, I'm, it's, um, I'm, I'm privileged to be running for this club and, uh, yeah, that's how supportive uh, for me. Well, speaking to quite a few people as we look ahead to Comrades, I know it's uh, quite a while away still, um, just asking opinions as to who to watch out for and a lot of people mentioning your name. They said, 
over, it looks as if you've just been improving, improving, improving over the last year with your times. I mean, you mentioned uh, how you did uh, at Johnson Crane, and uh, I'll never forget uh, last year, okay, granted, I mean, that was before Comrades 2018, but I mean, that Loscop run where you shattered a South African record. Yes, I must say, um, I, did some, I did do some mistakes last year. I think um, after law school, I had a brilliant race there. And um, after that race, I decided to do my highest mileage week. But I was also training myself. And yeah, one of the new things I also did is going back to my coach, Lindsay Ferris, um, for this year. Um, I started with him again in November last year. Yeah, but... Um, so the last year was also a great year, but I made some mistakes and I paid um, quite a lesson uh, at Comrades last year. So I decided to, to rather have my coach back with me and um, he will decide which races I need to race hard. And yeah, so sometimes you need somebody to look after yourself, but if I do my own thing, you always want to do a little bit more. And yeah, it also takes all the pressure away from me. And I'm looking forward to comrades. Um, I just want to have a good run there. And um, I'm just focusing on my own own training at the moment. I think I'm going well, but it's still a long time to go to comrades. And I need to be smart in my racing and, and also in my training. So I'm also getting, um, I'm, I'm turning 44 um, later in the year, but I'm, I don't look at it as a, something that's that, um, kind of stopped me. Um, actually, at this moment, I feel stronger than I ever been before uh, feeling in, in the last uh, 10 years. So sometimes age, you think about age, you're getting slower, but I see age is getting stronger and getting faster. So, yeah. Now, we spoke about that Lost Corp run. Just to reiterate uh, what you did, you ran the fastest 50-kilometer time ever by a South African veteran. It was uh, 3 hours, 21 minutes, and 50 seconds. Uh, and, and you weren't even racing. That was the craziest thing. I mean, of course, once you realized that the finish line was in sight, uh, you obviously uh, upped the afterburners. But, uh, yeah, it was a, a remarkable victory, a remarkable run, and Thank it astounded uh, everyone. Now, you mentioned Lindsay Perry. I was going to ask about that. Now, he was yeah. at the helm for your 2016 victory at the Comrades. And and I think sporting people would be would find it bizarre how a professional athlete can then decide to do without a coach. I mean, I think that has been the case for the last two years before joining up with Lindsay again. I mean, you, you were coachless. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's what I said to you um, um, the last few years. If you try, if you, if you coach yourself, you always think um, more is better. And um, I've, I've been with Lindsay to the first year I came second and to the sixth year I won comrades. And yeah, so I think it's um, when you're a professional athlete, you really need somebody to look after your stuff. And even now, um, after Chancellor's crying, Lindsay said to me uh, at 2.44, that was quite quite fast and you need to take it really easy. And I, uh, I, I took it quite easy um, until Friday last week. So if I'm on my own, like after running law school, I ran at a great time. I just decided, um, because it was part of my training and it's just, um, happened on the day that I felt so good and I ran that street in one time. And then I decided to do a high, a higher week of 220 kilometers. But um, if you do have a coach, you, you will look after yourself and he will tell you, even if you feel good, you will take it slow and sweet. And that's exactly where I went wrong last year. And that's why I decided I need somebody just to, to guide me and just to look after my stuff and so that. And he knows that our comrade is my main focus all this year. 
And it's like so much pressure for me just to know that there is somebody. I don't need to worry about what, what do I have to try and this week or next week. I just can uh, give him everything and he will look after myself. And yeah, that's, that's so, so relief for me to have a coach back. Well, I'm sure your fans and myself are, are ecstatic to see the two of you reunited and yes, opening for, for very good things in 2019. Now, you kicked off the year with a terrific race over at Johnson Crane, as you mentioned. Um, what does uh, the rest of the coming months, let's speak about the next two months, say, in terms of your timeline? Uh, where can runners expect to see you out on the road? Um, okay, they will see me. Um and um, I'm going to run Peninsula Marathon next week, but that's only going to be part of my uh, a training. Um, we're not going to race it. We're just going to pick a pace up of an lasting case. But my main focus will be Commerce Marathon, like I said before, but I'm also going to do um, Omid Dam, uh, 50 kilometers, but also part of a training. And you will see me at, at Two Oceans, but everything is planned, uh, it's according to a plan. Lindsay is working it out, and I need to stick to that. So, yeah, so, yeah, I will be at races, but I won't be running so many marathons like I did last year where I ran six marathons. I ran the Lord, I ran Johnson's Grand, I did Lost Cup, I did Two Oceans, um, I did Monster. So, this year it's a different approach of sticking to a plan, um, and that's what I did in 2016. Also, sticking to a plan that works for me and not going uh, to races and don't have plans, just do, do the run, and I think it's a training run, but at the end, you know, so what Lindsay also told me is, if there's a race like um, Omidam, where I may be running maybe two, three minutes faster, you will um, tell me the next week you will dance run for like four or three days. So yeah, that's, that's a good thing. So if I run a little bit harder, you will take back the training. And that's exactly what I need. But I will listen to Lindsay. I know how important it is to listen because my main my main aim is to, to do well at commerce. With other races it's just a build up to, to, to commerce. It's been a remarkable period of running for South Africa in terms of the Comrades Marathon in both the men's and the women's competition, but particularly the women's competition after many, many years, over a decade, in fact, of uh, no winners uh, from this country. Uh, four of the last five champions have come from South Africa. Uh, the only one to, to break the sequence was Camille Heron, uh, who unfortunately was involved in a, a motor car accident uh, not too long ago. Uh, we wish her a speedy recovery. Um, but yeah, yourself, uh, Caroline Wasman and Anne Ashworth all uh, grabbing that uh, top spot on the podium over the past uh, five years. Now, can we see another South African winner this time around? Of course, you'd be backing yourself. I mean, how confident are you of uh, winning your second Comrades? Oh, you know what? At this moment, I um, just want to, to get to Comrades all the time. That's my, it's one of my, like I said, my aims to do well. But um, it's still a long time to go. I just want to get to a starting line um, injury-free and to be fresh on the day. But I think since 2015, after Caroline won uh, the Commerce Marathon, um, it opened up a door for um, the other South African ladies. We, we realized that for so many years, the Russians have dominated this, this big race. And I think we almost felt like we lacked second beat. But after 2015, I think we all got hungry to show the world that uh, this is a South African, proud South African race. And we are as good as the rest of the world in ultra marathon running, and um, Comrade is is a is a um, is a biggest ultra marathon uh, race in in the world. 
And yeah, so I think since we need 15, all of us just got hungry. And even the new up and coming Karastan, who, uh, who won the two hours, um, two hours of marathon last year. Yeah, there's quite a lot of ladies going to be quite competitive. But, um, I'm, I'm a believer of, I can't worry about all my competitors, what I'm doing. I just need to focus on what I can do in my training, my strength training, and try to recover as quickly as possible after a whole training session. And I need to look at my plans, what time I want to run as comrades, and get myself prepared as well as possible to, to be well prepared on, on race and on the 9th of June. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to worry about anyone else, but I must tell you, it's going to be quite a competitive race among the ladies, um, like Anne Ashworth, um, Cara Stein, and yeah, there's new up-and-coming South African ladies also coming in. So it will be great if... Um, if they can be like a, in the top 10, if we can dominate the field, um, you know, it just, it just opens up uh, a new dynamic for women running in South Africa. Um, you know, I think it's inspired all the other athletes also to do well in commerce. 2019, the up run. Now, when you won it back in 2016, it was the down. Um, it would mm-hmm. seem fairly obvious which your favorite is, given the result in the down. But uh, what is your favorite? Um, 2015 and 2016, I had great runs. Um, I felt absolutely great in both races. Um, you know, there's not a preference of um, for up all the town. Um, um, 2017, I had a terrible up. I felt, oh, I didn't feel great at all. And in 2018 also. So, Comrades is a different race. Um, I, I just love both of them. I, I a great experience of, of, of the um, up and the town. So, um, at this moment, we will see. Um, I'm a much stronger athlete than 2015 and 2016. I've been working quite a lot in the gym um, the last um, 18 months. You know, so I just need to, I just want to be strong on the hills on Commerce Day. And like I said, I'm just going to gonna work quite hard for the next few months and to be well prepared. But yeah, I, I love Commerce, even if it's up and down. It's not present, uh, according to me. So it's, We'll see what's going to happen this year. Well, here's hoping for another South African victory uh, at this year's Comrades Marathon and wishing you all the best for the rest of the year. Enjoy your training, enjoy life at your new club and enjoy uh, your reunion with Coach Lindsay Perry. Thank you so much. Thank you. Gonna hit the ground running. So for someone that practically lives on the road, I reckon this next piece of tech would come in very handy for Sinead. Steve Hill tells us more. The Tech Session with Steve Hill. Steve Hill, what do you got for us? So last week we touched on getting started with something simple and we, we spoke about RunKeeper. It's an app that works for everybody. Um, we're assuming everybody's got their gear, their running kits, they, they're out there on the road, they, they're getting all the technological ways of tracking themselves. But safety and security and looking after yourself on the road is something... Uh, that's very key as well. well you, you featured Bruce Broadhouse in your main feature last uh, last week, and I don't know if you remember quite a quite a while back, he was actually run jacked and they stole his shoes while he was out in the morning run. So, so that's something of a concern. It's something that that touched me closely as well. I convinced uh, a friend of mine and his wife to start training with me in my suburb, and literally on the very first run. The wife was harassed and she refused to run again by guys driving in the street, stopping, shouting comments, making her feel uncomfortable. So 
I myself run with a band in my arm that has all my personal information. I run with shoes, a watch, and this band, and that's it. Uh, it also has my medical aid information and who to contact in case of an emergency. But uh, I'm also following a whole bunch of people online and uh, keeping in touch with the running community. And I came across a company called We Run, and they are promoting a product called the Run Angel, and it's a technological gadget that's why I'm mentioning it, that has to deal, uh, do with safety and security and looking after yourself on a run. And we are lucky to have Ninka on the line today. And Ninka, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, thank, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about this run, Angel? I'll leave it over to you. Yes, definitely. So um, it's a tiny device that you wear on your wrist, similar to, to a running watch. It's actually just a bit lighter. And what it does, it's got two buttons, one small one that you can turn it on or off with, and then one big center button. Um, when you press the center button, it sends out this massive high-pitched alarm. Um, the sound is similar to what you would expect a car alarm to do. Um, and that's kind of your first line of defense. Obviously, if you are out there running and you feel threatened or maybe you're falling or something, there is a need for you to get attention uh, or call someone, you press the button, send out this alarm. Um, if you pair it to your phone, so some people choose to run with a smartphone, such as myself, um, you can pair it with your phone through Bluetooth. And then sim by simply pressing that one button, it sends an emergency message to three people uh, that you pre-select. So that can be a partner, a parent, um, a friend who's anywhere near where you live. And then they get an email as well as a text message that saves your exact location with a link to a map so they know exactly where to find you. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Run Angel in a nutshell, basically. That's fantastic. And the one thing that I think is, is key as well, am I correct in stating that it uh, has an app for iOS and for Android? Yes, the app works for every kind of smartphone. Uh, okay, and you mentioned that you don't actually need a smartphone with it, it will still emit the high pitched voice um, uh, or sound anyway, if, yes, if you have it, and, yes. and that's seen as a deterrent. Yes, the, exactly. That's the that's the, the first line of defense, as I said. So the alarm works regardless of whether or not you have your phone with you. Um, so can't, yes, that's the deterrent. Um, we've heard quite a few stories of women that were running and um, were not entirely sure if they were being followed, and then decided to press the button anyway and that made actually the guy turn around and remove himself from the situation so it's definitely a deterrent at the same time should you feel unsafe um, and you press the button it also does attract attention to you from people that might be able to help you and get to you um, when they hear it so it's, that's it's fantastic kind of yeah uh, I think yeah. that's a, a definite must for, for especially female runners but yes. possibly all runners in, in our society unfortunately um, and I, I actually noticed this. Uh, I follow you guys on Instagram. It is uh, We Run ZA. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. What other platforms can can people find you? Um, we are also on Facebook. The Facebook page is called We Run. But you can find us if you look at the handle We Run ZA. You can find us there as well. And then there is Twitter. With you can guess the handle. It's also at We Run ZA. And then the website is uh, werunonline.co.za. And the Run Angel is available to order on the website. 
Yes, yeah, we uh, are the distributors for South Africa, and if we have any listeners from Namibia, they can also get there to us. Fantastic, thank you very much. I, I would say it's a highly recommended product. Um, I even think Derek needs it because he runs so slowly. So thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for having us. No, it seriously is a fantastic initiative. And Ninka, from my side, I mean, how has the response been from, from the users? Uh, unfortunately, as Steve mentioned, crime really is a prevalent issue that we face every day in, in our country. And I think uh, you really can't go on the road without one. No, um, that's, that's exactly how I feel. It actually extends beyond runners as well. It's, it's anyone who loves the outdoors, the hikers, cyclists. Um, there's a lot of attention from cyclists, even parents that are concerned for their children um, with people being hijacked, kidnapped, going to school, um, seniors, farmers. It's, there's, there's a really wide variety of students on campus. There's, um, there's a, a large need for it. The response has been great. Um, people are starting to notice us a bit more. Um, and, uh, and there are definitely requests from all kinds of communities. So it's, um, it's picking up. Such a good point you make that it's not just for runners. I mean, it really can, no. it can be a lifesaver uh, no matter what you do if you're out and about. And uh, yeah. finally, Steve spoke about where you can find uh, the Run Angel, but uh, any promotions that you got out there that people can take advantage of? Yes, definitely. Um, with Valentine's Day coming up, we often uh, um, find that people are willing to treat their loved ones a bit more, and um, we feel that the gift of safety is probably the best gift that you can give a partner. So we've got a Valentine special that um, allows people to get free shipping if they use the code Valentine when they check out on our website. We've, we've got this on our social media as well. So if people are interested, then uh, give us a follow and, uh, and you find it out there. Lovely stuff. Thanks so much, Ninka. Thanks so much, Steve. Uh, we'll catch you next Thank week. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Eric. And don't forget, we run online.co.za. Find your run angel. Gonna hit the ground running. What a device, thanks, Linka Panakuk. Now, Steve ran Bobby's 21, as did Darren Kubel Brahm, who continues his journey to another Comrades medal. Kubel's Comrades Corner. Now, Darren is someone I've known for many years, and he's done 14 Comrades. He's completed seven. However, he underwent somewhat of a transformation over the last year and a bit. He lost 30 kilograms. Now, at 45 years old, he's never been fitter. So we'll be following his progress as he heads towards comrades number 15. He's not going to win the thing, but like the majority of us, he just wants to finish. So hopefully it will inspire you to do the same and maybe even follow his lead. Darren, over to you. How's it, Derek? Yeah, I um, ran the Bobby's 21 this weekend. Um, going into the race, I was extremely nervous because the week prior to Bobby's, I was really ill, so I hadn't run at all. Um, and also the furthest I'd done was 10 kilometers. So I was pretty much doubling up in distance and, uh, which made me really, really scared. I thought that maybe by 14, 15 kilometers, the wheels would come completely off. And surprisingly enough, I did a really, really good race. Um, I was helped by Steve, uh, who does your tech corner. Um, he paced me through the, the race and pushed me to places I'd never been. Um, and I felt really, really strong going right through the race. I literally didn't um, walk except for the odd water table. And uh, ended up doing a 209, which I was really, really, really happy with. I wanted to do 212 and ended up with a 209. 
Um, so that was that was extremely great for me, and um, I really enjoyed the race. Um, I felt that I was strong right throughout, and I think what's the gym work that I've been doing is now starting to pay off, and also the fact that I've lost so much weight. Running up those hills now uh, seems a lot easier than when you're lugging up an extra 30. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy where I am at the moment and in, in a lot more of a positive uh, mindset. Going forward this week, basically just going to stick to my plan of the shorter, more quality workouts. Don't want to push my body too much, especially after doing that 21. Uh, and the weekend coming, the weekend, I'm going to do a club run with Steve again. I'm probably just going to do 15 kilometers, but really push the 15 kilometers so that my body is used to running tired. But yes, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot positive. I'm enjoying my running, which is, is, is really, really important. I found last year that I was just running for the sake of running because the program said I had to do X amount for the week and X amount for the month. And I found myself just plodding those kilometers out, whereas at the moment I'm actually enjoying tying up these tackies and getting out there and, and doing these shorter shorter runs. Um, and, and that's important, I think, Derek, uh, that you enjoy the running. Look, it's still a long way to go. There's still a lot of training to be done. So um, let's hope I can carry on with this attitude going forward. But yeah, great week. And hopefully this week will be just as great. Gonna hit the ground running. Thanks as always, Darren. Now to wrap up the show, let's look at the Club of the Week. Club Commitments. Now it's impossible not to spot the bright orange vest being worn by runners around South Africa during massive races and they all form part of uh, the biggest virtual running club in South Africa. It is Vitality and uh, on the line we've got the head of uh, Vitality Wellness, Dr. Craig Nossel. Uh, Dr. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I think congratulations on order. It is uh, your fifth birthday this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, thanks very much, Derek. Uh, well, we're actually in our fifth year, uh, so we, we're celebrating in our fifth year of being a running club. And, and what started out as, you know, let's get a couple of people running and, um, you know, wearing kit and helping our members get more active, uh, really has exceeded our expectations. In last year, we had over 20,000 people uh, running for Team Vitality. And uh, hopefully this year we, we grow that and just get more people healthier. So thanks very much. It's a remarkable number, that 20,000. I mentioned all those vests being worn around the country, and uh, it just keeps adding up more and more and more. Tell us about the, the birth of, of Team Vitality. How did it come about? So, uh, I mean, Vitality, as you know, has been around for over 20 years. Um, and the focus of our business is really getting people to be healthy. And we know that exercise is probably one of the most important lifestyle choices we make or unfortunately lifestyle choices many of us don't make um, that leads to ill health. Um, you know, prevention of cancer, prevention of diabetes, heart disease, all of that can be you know, prevented by exercising, obviously eating healthy, uh, going for screening. And so, you know, our investment in exercise and physical activity uh, has been you know, a key part of the vitality strategy. And we've got a lot of people, over half a million people in the gym environment. And, and we thought, you know, how can we contribute and help grow running? Um, you know, many people, you know, love doing it. There's some people haven't quite got into that. And uh, so the idea was, let's, 
in a starter running club that gives our members around the country uh, the opportunity to feel part of something. Uh, not in any way taken away from the amazing work, you know, the hundreds of running clubs around the country do. But uh, we thought we could, could add something in addition to bringing the people that haven't been part of a club. Um, and that's really the idea started is, you know, could we you know, help people that lower the cost of, of races while it is quite, quite, you know, reasonable to participate in a race? If we could give our members, you know, 50% back for participating as an incentive, uh, give them nice kits, uh, nice hospitality at the end of the race and get a nice sandwich and a coffee or a drink, uh, get more people running. And, and it's really done that. Yeah, I was going to speak about the incentives. You've mentioned the numbers uh, in terms of getting cash back, etc. And the kit is a great starter pack, but uh, on top of that, there's also massive rewards rewards in terms of vouchers, etc., getting big discounts on on partners of yours. Uh, I myself am a member of uh, Team Vitality, being a Discovery member, but you don't have to be part of Discovery to be part of Team Vitality, am I correct? That is correct. Um, the, by far, the majority are, uh, you know, Discovery Vitality members, and obviously those are the people that we, you know, speaking to, communicating with uh, on a regular basis, and so it makes sense that that could make the majority. And as you say, the rewards as a Vitality member uh, through active rewards, which in itself, you know, over half a million people, uh, we've managed to increase the amount of exercise uh, in the population by 30%. Uh, which is, is really unheard of. Uh, last week I was in Thailand presenting at a conference of the World Health Organization and, you know, we're working with them and other global organizations. So how can we use incentives, use technology, use the sense of community to help deal with uh, these major health issues through physical activity? So, you know, something as simple as a coffee, a smoothie, you know, setting people having their weekly goals. And many runners will know, you know, you don't start out saying, I'm going to, you know, I want to ride a car race, but you don't go and train 40, 50 kilometers in a week in your first week. You start off two, three kilometers walking some of it, uh, park run, which has been another, you know, amazing partnership for us. Uh, we'll celebrate almost a million, well, in fact, a million people this week or next week. Uh, again, the park run has become an entry point and, and the sense of community. Um, so yeah, the incentives at the financial level, the incentives at a, Social level uh, has been a big part of our driver in in getting people to be more active through team activity. Yeah, you're correct. It was a million runners in Parkrun this week. In fact, we had Bruce Fordyce on the show last week, who of course was responsible for bringing yeah. Parkrun to South Africa. And he said, uh, "Yeah, in a week's time, we'll be celebrating uh, a million Parkrunners." Uh, and I think he predicted uh, Thursday, so it is this week. Maybe tomorrow, <laughs> I'll catch up with Bruce to find out the exact number. But it really has been a, a revolutionary uh, introduction to to running for for many, many people in South Africa. Now, as most clubs in South Africa, one of the the many obligations is to host a run or two or three. And uh, Team Vitality responsible for many runs, including um, the Vitality, uh, the Discovery Vitality Run Series. Yeah, so so when, uh, you know, we looked, you know, what does the race calendar look like? Um, How do we best contribute? And, and, And importantly, how do we partner with the existing running clubs. I think when we first came onto the scene, there was a sense of, you know, we're looking to take members away and and, and, um, and, and we've really created, certainly with a lot of the clubs, a fantastic relation. We said, let us, can we, you know, partner with you, sponsor your race, but also help through our incentives, get more people participating in your race. And we've also a phenomenal success. We started off Johannesburg with the four races, Ramburg, 
um, uh, Rockies, Wanderers, and Old Ed. Um, and last year, I mean, pretty much have doubled the numbers in most of those races. They've been sold out, which is just unheard of. I mean, races have been around for 30, 40 years. You know, we see that in two oceans, but uh, certainly not in these local races. So, you know, our ability to contribute through that, the communication platforms that we've got, and, and getting more people running and supporting these clubs that do amazing work um, and, and really all volunteer-based. So we've rolled this out to Cape Town. We're actually in the middle of the Cape Town Run Series. Uh, we'll have Pretoria later on in the year and hope to have KZN actually up and running next year. Uh, and so that, I mean, as a business strategy, the importantly, you know, those partnerships. And, and everything is, you know, about partnerships. The businesses we bring certain expertise, uh, certain assets, but... Uh, People doing amazing things, you know, on the ground that have committed many years to running, uh, volunteering, the marshals. Uh, these are really the heroes uh, in South African running. Doctor, if someone's listening to the show right now, they've heard this conversation and they decide, right, I'm uh, becoming a member of Team Vitality. What do they do now in order to sign up? So the best thing really is just to go into our website, uh, discovery.ca.za, uh, click on Vitality link, um, and you'll find the, the team vitality information all there. A uh, relatively easy process. Uh, uh, you know, and we have two sets of memberships. So the one is a social member where people can be part of the club, um, but you know, they maybe are doing five kilometers, smaller distances, aren't running races. So they choose not to have their license. Uh, and those people that want to be licensed, we've got uh, our license in Central uh, Gauteng, Gauteng North, and KwaZulu Natal at the moment. So that's really the main base of people participating in races, and you need to be living in those areas in order uh, to be a, a licensed runner. But uh, we also know if there are other clubs, there are people you know, near their houses, they want to be part of, we just really want more people running. And uh, you know, we, we're part of that as opposed to saying, you know, choose us, we're saying, choose running, choose exercise. It's such a fantastic uh, community you know, to, to be running in a race, whether it's 5Ks or you're running comrades, and we were the largest club at comrades, but just really that camaraderie. That's what is, is special about running, and uh, the celebrations of finishing your first 10K, getting your personal best. Uh, when you get injured, the, the support you get from your fellow runners help you get back onto the road. Um, and, and then obviously the health benefits is the core to what, what we focus on, um, and finding, getting, you know, finding ways to get people to, to want to be part of that community. Choose life, choose running. Um, and Doctor, you, you say 20,000 members now uh, over the course of five years. When I speak to you on New Year's Eve at the end of this year, what number do you want to be at with Team Vitality? So, so we'd love to double that number. Um, and, and particularly, you know, people that haven't been part of, of running clubs or, you know, running on an ad hoc uh, level that they really feel part of a, a community, a club. So if we could get to 40,000, it would be fantastic. Um, and, and as I said earlier, just the contribution beyond just, um, you know, team vitality is the broader running community. And, and, and one of the things is to mention, we've got a fantastic partnership, as you know, with Bruce Ford, our one ambassador, and, and, and Parkrun. Uh, also with Ilana Mayer is our other ambassador. And we support Enduracad and, and the fantastic work that she's doing in helping to develop, you know, the next generation of elite athletes. And we need that inspiration. Uh, you know, some of us, it's just for health and just for the fun. Other people, particularly the youngsters, to be inspired by, you know, someone running at the Olympics and those opportunities and really rebuilding that. So these these relationships uh, are, are really are key and, and hopefully, you know, we can do more in that space as well.
Doctor, thanks so much for joining us and congratulations on a, a supreme effort on getting so many people uh, to run. And, and as you said, it's not just about joining Team Vitality, it's about joining their feet with their running shoes and getting them out on the road. Yeah, I mean, we, if we can all play a role in getting South Africa, you know, up and running uh, in, the, in the physical, virtual context, uh, um, we'll all benefit. Lovely stuff. Doctor, have a great day further. And yeah, speak to you at the end of the year where we hope to crack that 40,000 mark. Thanks very much, Dave. I appreciate all your support and, and glad to look forward to seeing you on the road. Gonna hit the ground running. Thanks for listening to episode two of Run Hunter. Big things on the pipeline, so keep on listening. As always, if you've got any ideas or complaints, get hold of us at info at radar.media or simply tweet me at Derek Alberts one Thanks as always. Happy running. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Run Hunter, brought to you by Radar Media.